Well, good afternoon, morning, wherever you may be watching us. I'm Alex. I'm Jesse. And we are bringing you day, what are we on, Jesse? Day 286. Yes. The 13th of October, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hey, the good news is, is that actually Rob, Jesse's husband, was supposed to be sitting here with me. Yet here I am. Yet we bring Jesse. Rob, and Rob had a really good tagline. He was like, a face made for radio. We already had it written in the description for the title. And then Rob no shows me. I can't believe that he didn't want to do this. Rob, so Jesse's Rob, Rob. Jesse's stepped in. But all right, so here we are. We are in um second no, sorry. We'll be in Second Thessalonians, but we're in Jeremiah first. We're in first Jeremiah. <laughs> first verse. The only Jeremiah. Chapter twenty two. Jesse, you've really had a lot of good time to give good insights on this. I know you've, uh, I believe you took a class on this, uh, Jeremiah. You actually wrote some papers on it. Wow. No, maybe not. But um, what, what, here it is. Starts with do what is right. Yes. What verse is that, Alex? I'm not sure what it was. 23, verse 3, right? This is what the Lord says. Be fair-minded and just. Do what is right. Help those who've been robbed. Rescue them from their oppressors. Quit your evil deeds. Do not mistreat foreigners, orphans, and widows. Stop murdering the innocent. Those are very strong words. Okay, go back and read that. that, that uh, don't mistreat the who? Do not mistreat foreigners. And? Orphans and widows. Mm, wow. I just, I mean, it's interesting. This was a time that this was obviously a pressing need, right? This was happening. They talk about it because it's a problem. Yes, you I, would think. I thought you were fast forwarding to current. Well, date I'm just. It's events. it's interesting to me that here it was when this was written, how many thousands of years ago, and that was the problem then. Right. And then let's then now just go right, you know, the the button that gets you right to current day. Yes. And we have that problem now, right? Yep. Where orphans, foreigners, widows that not that they're being necessarily mistreated, but yet are how do we do it? I know there's a very political debate. We're not going to go into politics, but about borders, uh, our borders, but any border. I mean, and that's been the problem from the very beginning of, of biblical times has been borders, has been right. these wars. I mean, you go over to the rest of the world and the wars that happen over there, they're, it's Old Testament started. Right. Well, we have Jen, who runs our food bank, telling us how many um Afghan refugees that we're expecting here in the Seattle area very soon. So it's just interesting when you when you hear the numbers and well, right. Um, and my friend uh, who's in a Tuesday, my Tuesday morning group with me, his name's Will, and he's just is going to be coming back. He when we're filming this, he's just coming back, but uh, he's been in New Mexico okay. at a base, okay. serving for the Red Cross down there for oh, wow. Afghans that are wow. there who have been rescued. You know who, who got out of Afghan for their safety and now are trying to find homes and and he's been keeping me up to speed on it. And it's just mm. the stories you hear and and that he's sharing about what people are going through. It's just fascinating. So yeah. not that we want to spend the whole time on that, but right. it's just I don't know. That just popped at me like, wow, here yeah. we are dealing with stuff that Sorry. has not gotten. You're kicking the microphone, so Jesse. Sorry. Okay, if there's microphone issues, Jacob, we'll know why. We don't need right, more of those. There we go. So, okay, yeah. well, so we could, we got that. Then yep. we go on from, right? What else do we go on from? Well, yeah, if you go down a little bit further in verse 5, it says, If you refuse to pay attention to this warning, I swear by my own name, says the Lord, that this palace will become a pile of rubble. I think I was reading this thinking about when my dad would get frustrated enough that he would use the words, 
I swear. And I think we knew he was serious at that point. And so this, if you consider this is coming from the Lord, those are strong words. Um, this palace will become a pile of rubble. So I think he's wanting people to pay attention here. I think that's a pretty loud cry out to, to get someone to um, maybe listen. And don't, wouldn't you say, usually when you as a parent say that, or if your dad said that, I don't know if you've ever said that, I may or may not have said that in my parenting uh, historical time, you're at, you're at wit's end. Right. You, you, you feel like you've been saying it over and over again. Right. And you get to the spot where I, like, then you don't want to do what you really want to do. So you say, I swear I will. Right. right. So. This is not an easy message that Jeremiah is bringing here. Um, when are any of his messages easy? Does yeah. he ever have a good one? Like so an easy one? Now this prophecy moves into concerning Judah's royal palace. And you go down in verse 7 and it says, I will call for wreckers who will bring out their tools to dismantle you. They will tear out all your fine cedar beams and throw them on the fire. I feel like Ooh. kind of consistently in the Old Testament, it talks about beams being pulled out of your house. So... The Lord maybe favors that a little bit for some reason. As a way of destruction? I will call the for the wreckers. Yeah. What, what would be the wreckers? What would you like to do with that? Don't you have a song? There was a, there was a country song. Yeah, Leave the Pieces. But there we go. We're not, I'm not going to sing it. Okay. We're just going right. to let that be for now. Hey, for those that don't know, real quick, just a good plug. Jesse is part of our worship team. I am. She's up there. So. That's not a song that we sing, no, just for the record. Not. Okay, do you want to jump into, what about the shepherds? Let's jump into that. Okay, so you go going to chapter 23? Yep, chapter right. 23. Moving okay. ahead. We're supposed to be done with this here in a few minutes, I think. Okay. So. Uh, all right, chapter 23. So verse 2, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to these shepherds. Instead of caring for my flock and leading them to safety, you have deserted them and driven them to destruction. Now I will pour out judgment on you for the evil you have done to them. We were talking about sheeping. Well, we were talking maybe. about sheeping. So read the very first part of that again. Therefore. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to these shepherds. Yep. Okay. Instead of caring for my flock and leading them to safety, yep. you have deserted them. Right. And de so have you ever watched? What's your show? Just tell us the name of it. <laughs> it's so, Well, it's Farming with Jeremy Clarkson. I don't right. know what the actual name is. So uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Was and, a race car driver. And then he has some show, J Jacob, who's off camera there. Jacob, it's the, uh, what was the show? Top Gear. Top Gear that he was on. And it's a car show and stuff. And he now is over in, where is he, in England? I think so, yeah. And he has, took over this thousand acre farm. Yeah. And he is trying to learn how to farm and he's sheeping. And so we're going to go ahead. We're going to pause for a second. We just want to show you this. This is just classic. It's If you're listening, you'll just have to go with it. Just, just know that he's got a bunch of sheep around him and he's trying to figure out how to be sheeping. All right. Jacob, show us a clip. Farming is hard. I'm going to get kicked. Oh, it's got me in the testes. Ah, to you too. But the one thing I have mastered since I began to run this thousand-acre farm 12 months ago is sheeping. Just watch this. Here we go. They love me. I, Jeremy Clarkson, have become the sheep's whisper. Okay, so now I know totally not what we normally do is show you that clip or listen to that clip. But that's just our sense of humor. We find that that's what Jesse was laughing about, the shepherding, about here, Jeremy's struggles. So if you're listening to this, when he was like, hey, don't do that, what was happening was, is over in England, 
you know, they have these brick walls that are about three feet tall and the sheep were up on top of the brick wall and they weren't supposed to go over it. You're supposed to stay on there. So he was go. they were going over. He had lost leaping over in droves. He lost complete control. Yeah. Right. He had, he had, as a shepherd, he had lost control. Anyway, our sense of humor, our fun. Okay. Back to the scripture. So the time is coming, says the Lord in verse five, when I will raise up a righteous descendant from David's King David's line, he will be a king who rules with wisdom. He will do what is just and right throughout the land, and this will be his name. The Lord is our righteousness. So here's a messianic prophecy mm-hmm. um, predicting the Messiah in the middle of this chapter. Um, what else did you pull from here? Well, I just want to talk about that. You know, think about, so, you know, as we do this, as we're filming this, we're finishing the good news effect. Yep. And we are just, we're talking about Isaiah and how Isaiah was the, the, the prophecy he had. And the and that's you know we're just ending we're about to end this series but you you wonder what are the we don't have that we know of these prophets today right but yet are there prophetic messages that are spoken that god uses people for us to be attuned to and listen to that we are ignorant of just because we get so tied up and that's you know you think about people didn't know that even though they would say it they didn't realize true the truth they didn't they weren't going to be able to see that, that they weren't going to be able to see Jesus be born. I mean, right. So, well, and there probably are those voices today, but we're just not hearing about them necessarily. Right. Yeah. There are louder voices and maybe more popular messages being delivered. So, well, and that's the thing. And sometimes it's, uh, and sometimes even this, as you, as you were thinking earlier, I was thinking of the hard, uh, the hard, uh, sometimes coming along to somebody and having to give hard truth. Yeah. And when you give the hard truth to somebody, if you are that messenger, right, uh, it can feel like you're gonna get stoned, you know, and and well, not as we think of today, yeah. but I mean, like killed, right? I mean, it's- my favorite, I think, going back, um, I think it was the prophet Micaiah, and he um, prophesied always bad news for King Ahab, I believe it was, yep. yeah. and and King Ahab and said said I hate that guy. He never prophesies anything but trouble for me, and so Micaiah joined along with all the other prophets and he's like oh go ahead you'll be successful and he was just being facetious and then he mocking really yes and then he gave the real message which was bad news for king ahab but yeah so the truth is not always popular no it's not and you wonder how much truth is spoken you know this is going to leaders when we're you know this you know these this was king ahab receiving this message we get that sneak peek we don't get a sneak peek into into the advisors to our leaders right and so you you know you wonder of of what those messages are being spoken and and so then how do you do what do we do on this side earlier we were talking and saying okay so this is to leaders this is you know to a shepherd but what what about just us everyday people who right how, how can we take that this message and and live it out in our lives what would you say to that well you know it's interesting because i had i was thinking back earlier i was assigned might have been day 275 and the Lord was talking about how he he values uh, humility. And mm-hmm. so I think there's just something to be said. I feel like humility is like it's been lost in our society today um, and kind of our me first society. Yeah. And so I think there is something about um, humbling myself as a person. And even even when I pray, you know, the physical act of getting down on my knees and then I just, there's no place to look but up when you're doing that. And in so doing, you remember that the universe does not revolve around me. It does not. And I am not 
I'm, I'm just the piece of clay. I'm not the potter. And so we really need to make sure that we're hearing, you know, and obeying. Obeying is part, obeying. This is all about but that's not, I people mean, not I, being obedient. I'm 100%. When you were saying yeah. being the humility part, I immediately went to, to the prayer and to try and, but man, and I know this was a struggle then because it's our human nature, but to solve it on our own, to, to, to muscle our way through it, it's definitely, a, I'm not saying just a guy thing to do, but like, okay, I'll figure this out. I'll muscle it. And, right. and yet throughout it, right, when you hear different from, from here or here, you know, in um, Jeremiah, but if you go into Psalms and depending on what Psalm you might be reading, you know, you hear David cries out and he's, at times it's the agony of him humbling himself. Other times right. he's realizing what he was doing. It's just, right. uh, you know, I think, um, I think we need more of that in our country, in our world right. of, of being on our knees and, and seeking God's wisdom and discernment. Yeah. And obeying. I think obeying so much it. of this was, <clears throat> yeah. there's a disobedient component there. The people just flat out refused to listen. And then we see God in his frustration here. I just can't help but I think we're right there again. I mean, it's, it's crazy of the time of the world we're in. If you look around, I mean, uh, I wonder, you know, and that's where I try to be more diligent. Now, I, I think at the end of the day, is my, to answer my own question, I think what mm -hmm. we can do is just everyday people is be in the word. Right. Right. Be humble ourselves before God, pray and be obedient to what we feel he's calling us. Yeah. And and which isn't it's OK to not be what but I think it's probably going to be not what the world is telling you should do. I mean, right. If you turn yeah. on the news, I mean, yeah. which is not a popular thing. And I realize even somebody might read into this as you're watching it and turn it off and say, oh, he's going to go there. And I'm not going there. I'm just saying I'm going to go there to where God wants us to be. Right. Okay, we've gone really long. It's we good. still are supposed to talk about other stuff. It's good. Right? I want to talk I want to hear about Bella and how GCU's going. Oh, really? How's GCU? Daughter's at GCU? Yes, she is. Freshman? Yes. She's doing great. Yeah, okay. she's enjoying her independence. Enjoying her independence. After okay. having schooled from her bedroom last year, I think she feels like she's flying free. And how does she like <laughs> no. the sunshine? She doesn't love the heat, but it's beginning to cool down. It's like only high 80s now in Phoenix, so it's cooling down a little bit. It's so. This is the time you want to go visit, just yeah. so you know, not next April Yeah. when it's 100 and something degrees. Okay, let's jump in. That was our little uh, plug for Bella. So Isabella's having fun down there. Hi, Isabella. All right. Second Thessalonian. Second Here we got Paul writing, right? Keep kicking the mic, <laughs> so Jesse. You're kind of, this is the problem, Jacob, so with the sorry. mics. Okay, God's judgment, right? Um, and I just think it's funny. Here we are looking at the Old Testament of judgment, and then now we jump in the New Testament, and then we get more judgment. Yeah, so this is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy, and they're writing to the church uh -huh. in Thessalonica. In Thessalonica, and here yep. we, and what, what verse stood out to you? What was the first verse stood out to you? I, I had verses four and six, but what about you? Well, first of all, I mean, it's just a little thing, but in every greeting to all these churches, Paul starts off with, um, may Jesus give you grace and peace or some version of that. It's very similar. So I don't, not to be overlooked. I mean, this is the apostle Paul. So he's kind of blessing them, you yeah. know, giving them a prayer of blessing there. Um, why don't you talk about verse four? Um, here's just talking about probably telling God to other churches about your endurance, faithfulness, persecutions. I'm out of copy and paste of the wrong translation. No, you're, you're, you're right. making fun of me on my translations earlier. No, but, that's right. Um, and this, it, and it goes on about just God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. And I just, you know, that just, um, I, 
we as Christians in America haven't really re- haven't had to endure I, I, for the most part. I know there are some who have, but really we, we've we've been blessed, yeah. and um, and I, I hope that stays that way. But yet I think this is a good warning for us to say, hey, when you do get this in this, because it can happen, that prepare like God will, he will reward you for it, and um, and make you worthy for his kingdom and virtue suffering. It was just. I was watching an old clip of um, Billy Graham on Johnny Carson, and they were talking about. Where do you watch that? How do you get that? I just YouTube it. I okay. think. I thought I maybe Googled like it. TV Land or no, something. No, I Googled it and it came up. And um, Billy Graham was, for some reason, Johnny Carson had talked about how much scripture Billy Graham had memorized, something like that. And Billy Graham was talking about how he'll meet people in other countries, talking about hardships mm-hmm. where they don't always readily have access to Bible, how they've memorized like the entire New Testament. And that seems like so much, but that is done out of great need. That's done out of their lack of resources. And right. so yeah. um, it, it is pretty amazing what we have the capability to do when, when we really have to, you know. So and probably should do more of that when yeah. we don't need to. Yeah. Okay. What stood out to you? We've realized we've like, we're practically at a commercial break here. I think. <laughs> um, anything the end, I have verse 11 highlighted. It says, so we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of his call. Uh, may he give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. And I think the older I get, I think the more I realize how important it is to have that we need God's help, the help of the Holy Spirit to help me be successful in my, in my walk. I, yeah. That's really been, I think, feel like I've been growing in that knowledge gradually. I don't think um, in my younger years, I necessarily appreciated, you know, um, I think I more tried to do it in my own strength, just out of my own immaturity. Okay. And so as I matured, I realized, yeah, I just need God's help. Well, so. that's, a, that's good. So it's true. his enabling. Yeah. That, so true. Yeah. Well, those are good stuff. Um, all right, we've gone on way too long here. Psalms, Proverbs, anything that's really kind of sticks, sticks out to you there? Oh, this I have a thing with the Psalms. David is my favorite, but that's okay. We're not going to write You're this guy off. You're supposed to have favorites. I, I know. Just so you know. Um, yeah, kind of, this is kind of similar. Um, yeah, don't you hear the uproar of your enemies? Don't you see that your arrogant enemies are rising up? So more, more enemy talk. They devise crafty schemes against your people. This is not good. Um. Yeah. What's what did you take from here? Just I mean, through it, 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 what I'd written down was just God's destruction that he that goes on there. And it goes back to what we had talked about at the very beginning um, in Jeremiah and just, uh, you know, I swear. Right. Like this as as you know, and and you see just of the getting to the wits end of things. And you just I mean, we're trying to put it in context. We, We get it written, but we don't we're getting snapshots of it. We're not getting the whole thing. So, yeah. Um. Okay, Proverbs 25. Can't go wrong with, with Proverbs. Proverbs is good. I like Proverbs. Yep. I could just do, I do a Proverbs a day. I like Proverbs a lot. Okay. What do we got? I t- timely advice is, is lovely, like yep. a golden apples and a silver. Oh, speaking of golden apples, we have our Asian pears. They're ripe. We, we have Asian pear trees, so maybe think of golden apples. Love it. Okay. Uh, like golden apples in a silver basket. To one who listens, valid criticism is like a gold earring or other gold jewelry. Mm-hmm. That's good. But there is something when somebody gives you, I'm going back to the former verse. Okay. When somebody gives you a good piece of advice that is so pertinent to whatever you're going to at the time, I kind of get that golden apples. There's just like, it just kind of settles in right where you need it to. And you know, that's just what you needed to hear. 
Yeah, there's nothing like it. It's good. It's pretty good. All right, well, Rob, wish you would have been here. Jesse, thank you for being here. I don't even know how long we went because we were we were kind of, yeah. We're all right on place. time, right on Jeremy time. Jeremy Clarkson, we hopefully you enjoyed that video. Of course, we have Jeremy on staff here. Hopefully he enjoyed the video as well. Thanks for joining us and we will, we'll see, when will we see him again, Jesse? Tomorrow. tomorrow, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow, see you tomorrow. <laughs>